0: Now would you stand in body and or spirit as you are willing and able to do so for the reading of the gospel. This evening I'll be reading from the gospel according to John chapter 18 verses 28 through 38a. Then they took Jesus from Caiaphas to Pilate's headquarters. It was early in the morning The Jews replied, we're not permitted to put anyone to death. This was to fulfill what Jesus had said when he indicated the kind of death he was to die. Then Pilate entered the headquarters again, summoned Jesus and asked him, are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, do you ask this on your own or did others tell you about me? Pilate replied, I'm not a Jew, am I? Your own nation and the chief priest have handed you over to me. What have you done? And Jesus answered, "My kingdom is not from this world. If my kingdom were from this world, my followers would be fighting to keep me from being handed over to the Jews. But as it is, my kingdom is not from here." Pilate answered him, "So you are a king." Jesus answered, "You say that I am a king. for this I was born. And for this I came into the world, to testify to the truth. Everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice. Then Pilate asked him, what is truth? My brothers and sisters and beloved friends, this is the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Thank you. You may be seated. Would you bow with me for a moment? Most holy and gracious and almighty God, Lord, I ask that the words of our mouths, the meditations of our hearts and minds be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, you who are our rock and our redeemer. And we pray on this holy day and always that your will would be done. Nothing more, nothing less nothing else, O Lord, but your will. We ask this in the name above all names, Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you, Almighty God, and God the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Well, what a week it's been. Amen. It's been a glorious week here. It's been a week of changes uh, for me. As you know, I'm the the new kid on the block. Well, not so young kid uh, on the block here. So it's been quite a week. Started out on Palm Sunday. Something I'd been looking forward to since I got here, the kids processing in with the palms. Hearing children's choir again. What a joy that was. I said, if I ever retire... I'm going to hang out with Children's Choir after saying I would never do that again when mine were were young. What a glorious week. But here we are. It's Good Friday, and it's been a week. Started out great, and then on Wednesday night, as it's been our custom here, for the past four weeks, we've had tornadoes. And even uh, after I wrote this and did most of the preparation last night, we... Had a wasp to tread upon the altar. Um, It's been quite a week. Things change. Things don't happen as we think they're going to happen. Well, the setting for today's gospel lesson is Pilate's headquarters, where the Jewish religious authorities took Jesus to stand trial before Pilate. So when Pilate, the Roman governor, went out to meet them, he first asked the people, What's he done wrong? What accusations do you have against this man? And they assured Pilate, look, if he wasn't a criminal, we wouldn't be here. And you caught early uh, in the reading that they didn't go in there. They didn't want to defile themselves. They're going to turn Jesus over, but no, we can't, we can't go in there because, you know, we're, we're religious folks. Well, Pilate is quite certain that Jesus isn't really a threat to the Roman authority, Although he clearly articulates the charges against Jesus, we don't see any evidence that Pilate was concerned about the charge of blasphemy. But the Jewish people did bring the vague charges of blasphemy against Jesus. So Pilate tried to get out of it by telling the Jews, hey, judge him yourself. You know, I don't want anything to do with this. But the Jews said, oh, no, we can't do that because our laws... Our religion says, no, we we can't put anybody to death, so you've got to do the dirty work. So then Pilate questions Jesus directly. Ask him, are you the king of the Jews? In this gospel, Jesus is referred to as the king of the Jews by others, but doesn't refer to himself as such. Jesus then asked Pilate if someone had told him Jesus was king of the Jews, or if he had known that, and you heard in the words Pilate's retort, I'm not a Jew, am I? am I supposed to know this? It's laden with irony. That's pretty typical if you read through the Gospel of John, the irony and the symbolism. So Jesus doesn't deny his kingship when responding to Pilate, but he emphasizes that his kingdom isn't of this world. So it's obvious that Pilate and Jesus' understanding of kingship are polar opposites. Well, isn't that our way too? Times change, the names change, the settings change. Hmm. Jesus' kingship is not of earthly origin, nor is it born of the politics of this world. Jesus tells Pilate that he was born to bear witness of the truth, and then Pilate responds to Jesus' claims by shrugging his shoulders and asking, "Hmm, well, what is truth? Well, what is truth? Anyway, have you ever just, maybe, if you're like me, you know, kind of a word nerd, I like words. I liked language. Language was one of my better subjects in school. The reason I'm doing this uh, is it, God called me and it doesn't require any math. I'm not a math person. Kevin would say amen. Uh, but what is the truth? And just for fun, I, I Googled that one time, or I could have probably found one of those old Dictionaries, remember? remember that? Remember those old dictionaries? Some of you are old enough to remember those. But the truth, the trouble in this text is that the truth, and any attempts to precisely define it, can't be reduced to one single fact, a concrete fact, specific and finite data, or any human system for that matter. The Jews thought they had it all together. Hmm. Don't we religious folks sometimes think we all have it all together? Why, they even got up very early on Good Friday morning to take Jesus to Pilate because of their religious laws. Oh, we can't do that. We can't go in there. We have to do it at a certain time because we're religious folks. We've got this down. They didn't want to be ceremonially defiled. So they turned Jesus over to the Romans again because their law, their religion says we can't kill anybody, but we don't have a problem with you killing somebody. Well, like the situation in the gospel lesson, there's still the urge to reduce truth to a concrete fact or an objective piece of data when the truth, we know, my friends, is embodied in the person of Jesus. Jesus says in 14.6, John 14.6, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except by me. The truth is God's love and life-giving power graciously offered to all through the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. So truth, in a lot of ways, can be defined by that first verse that we all learn. John 3.16, for God so loved the world. And y'all can say it if you want to with me. That he what? Gave his only begotten son. That whoever, and we're the whoevers, believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. So thus, Jesus' entire identity, words, life, ministry, death, and resurrection breathing of the Holy Spirit upon his followers, everything was the embodiment of that truth. That truth that we've known for so long, but yet that truth that continues to amaze us, that truth that we don't completely understand. The people and religious leaders rejected Jesus, the one whom God sent, insisting on clinging to their understanding of God's law. And my friends, there's also that tendency today to cling to what is generally accepted or defined in our society as true and to the ideals to which we ascribe. Some of you might remember that great movie, The Great Line in the 1992 movie, A Few Good Men, You Want the Truth? Y'all say it with, you can't handle the truth. That's when Tom Cruise badgers Jack, Jack Nicholson to tell the truth and Nicholson Again, finally says, you want the truth? You can't handle it. Well, the folks back then couldn't handle the truth. They couldn't handle this Jesus. They rejected him. They wanted a king who would overthrow the Roman authorities. They didn't want a king who said to love their enemies to be last. What kind of king is that? I don't know about you, but when I think about kings and royalty, uh, kings and queens automatically think of the British Uh, royal family. And like anybody else, I glued to the weddings and all the pomp and the circumstance. So that's what I think of. I think about uh, kings and queens. I think about the little foil, tinfoil crowns that I used to wear at my aunt's house who let me play dress up all the time. When I think of royalty, my flesh doesn't think about be last. You want to be first? You got to be last. You got to love your enemies. What? those people who say things that aren't true about you. Oh, wait a minute. Surely there's fine print. No, 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 no. No, that, that's not royalty, is it? It's not easy to pray for our enemies. That's hard enough. Much less show them the love of God through our actions toward them. But we remember from Brian's sermon last night that Jesus fed Judas. Jesus knew good and well what Judas was going to do. He fed him, and he washed his feet. And again, those feet were not those of people who'd seen day spas. We'll leave it at that. But yet, that's what we're supposed to do. Hmm. Because that's who Christ, our King, is. As I began my preparation earlier this week uh, for this meditation, I immediately noticed that the lectionary gospel reading for today is the same as the previous cycles, lectionary, if you follow the lectionary, for Christ the King Sunday. Coincidence? Nah. Hmm. Jesus is the embodiment of the truth of God. The God whose perfect love, Jesus, who was in every way God. Jesus, who set aside this status, as the Christ hymn says in Philippians, and was obedient, even unto death on a cross. N.T. Wright, a prominent New Testament scholar and theologian, says that Christ the king's coronation was not like something like Queen Elizabeth's. You probably Google that and get get a recording, not like Prince Williams will be when he's King of England, but Jesus's coronation was his crucifixion. That's our king, the one true king, the king of kings. And another writer states, the passion of Jesus in John's gospel is the hour of his glory. Like Jesus' original disciples, we as fellow human beings have difficulty with the concept of suffering. Remember Peter? You got to love Peter. I identify with him. Peter had the ultimate foot and mouth disease, right? God love him. Peter says, oh, no, 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 none of this suffering and dying business. And Judas, the sin of despair, if you've walked the Stations of the Cross. According to some scholars, he was the brightest and best, you know, the star student, the cream of the crop. They were having none of this suffering and dying and being last and loving enemies and washing feet, none of that, none of that business. And aren't we like that, my friends, if we're honest? We want all the glory and the pageantry, the fun, the joy, the happiness. We want Easter without Good Friday. Wouldn't it be easy? Wouldn't it have been easy? You know, you're tired after working to just kind of coast through. It's like, look, I'm just going to chill on Friday night. But I'm going to be there for Easter. Boy, it's going to be great. We don't like this talk about suffering, pain. But I thank God that Jesus didn't shine that cross. The beautiful truth. Is that Christ our King, the King of Kings, was as the prophet Isaiah foretold, without form or comeliness, lest we should desire him, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, wounded for our transgressions, and with his stripes we are healed. My brothers and sisters and my friends, can we handle this truth? Can we watch? Can we pray? Can we not shun the trials of this world? With God's help, we can do this. So abide in him. Watch and pray. Stay alert and awake. Because Sunday's coming. Amen? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.